Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kirsty Berugia. And I am the other host, Amy Ravel. We have been friends for forever. And if this is your first ever podcast, welcome. We are so glad that you've tuned in. We talk all things decluttering, organizing, intentional living. We talk about the environment and about our emotions and about our mindset. You're going to love it. We've got a massive back catalogue that will keep you busy for like the next 20 million years. <laughs> At the moment, it is January 2022 and we are working through a series called 100 Things You Can Get Rid Of Today. And this week we are talking about 20 things that your kids have outgrown. Yeah. And so if you don't have kids, feel free to As Amy said, go back to our back catalogue and listen to something else that's more appropriate for you. Yeah, Kirst, I'm going to call you on that. I'm having Mm. a look at this list and heaps of these things I know adults have. Yes. So there's plenty of them that you can just turn into an adult thing. And as we say each week, there's a downloadable for this 100 list. Um, And so obviously you can download that and just skip the ones that are particularly kiddie, but there's heaps you could do this week as well. Yes, there are. Good thing I hadn't really looked at the list when you said that, like when I said it. Oh, so funny. You should have called it 20 things that you may have outgrown. Oh, yes. Oh, that's actually true. But I wrote it all with kids in mind. But we'll, yes. we can, we'll just, you know what, people just roll with the punches. Yeah. We they love this. listening to us being silly anyway. <laughs> Well, some people do and other people hate it. Other people banter. hate it. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. They can deal. Number one of things that you or your kids might have outgrown are bikes. Mm. How many houses do we go to that have in the garage or in the shed or just like discarded in the corner of the backyard a bike that fits nobody in the family? <laughs> um, but usually we kind of feel bad because we're like we should be doing something with this bike. It should go to someone who's younger or who needs it but we don't really know how to get rid of it or what to do with it. So they just sit there and get rusty and then we end up putting them in the hard rubbish like 10 years later. Mm. (laughs) Give us the alternative. Well, the other thing I find is that lots of people buy a bike and their children aren't ready to let go of the old one. And so I would really encourage you to get rid of the old one before you buy the new one. (laughs) So your kids have no choice. Um, because then they won't go back to the old one if they don't have the old one anymore. That's a great idea. So do you mean like in terms of it's a bit scary because the new bike's bigger and yeah. has gears or whatever like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah and good so thinking. kids are often hold on to the old, old ones. Mm. And that goes for number two as well. Yes. Number two is a scooter. Yeah. And I feel like the reason I didn't put them together is because bikes are different to scooters. Scooters, if you're a scootering family. (laughs) By definition, they are different. I know, like mic drop. 
moment. I find that for scooters, families that are into their scooters have a heck of a lot of them because you've got yes. like the plastic one, you've got the three-wheeler one, then you've got the good one, then you've got the Kmart $20 one, then you've got the one that you like bought them for a special birthday. I don't know. They just kind of tend to breed and become a scooter family. I know, and I think that this is the other thing too is that we hold on to the old one whilst transitioning our children into the new one. Mm. And I think that it could be really helpful for people to make it a quick, clean break. So say, you know, Christmas has just been. So right now we're taking the old scooters to the op shop or we're giving them to friends or we're giving them to neighbours instead of like, oh, let's just see how you go on this new one. And if you don't like it, you can always go back to the old one. Just where, yeah. I think being harsh parents right now. <laughs> no, but I think you've really nailed it, Cass. I think so much is that we want our kids to feel like there's an easy transition, but sometimes it's also us avoiding the responsibility of having to do something about it and the brain mm. space that that takes. And that kind of leads us into number three, which is kids' toothbrushes and toothpaste. Like I literally can't tell you how many homes have little kids' toothbrushes, you know, like the ones that have Dora the Explorer on them or Paw Patrol yeah. or whatever, but their kids have well outgrown it, but they kind of are just sitting in the bathroom or in the bathroom cupboard or in a travel bag or they've upgraded to the adult toothpaste but you've still got the little McLean's Wiggles one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just get rid of it. Just chuck it in the bin. You don't need to keep their, you know, their first toothbrush or the toothbrush that they've outgrown. That's kind of gross. And if you do want to keep it, we recommend putting them into the sentimental box rather than getting festy gross in the back of a cupboard yeah but it's gonna get festy and it's just oh it's no yes (laughs) i know we all know your opinion on this i'm saying for other people who maybe they used it for two washes and then their kid (laughs) anyway you do you yeah you do you and we'll move on to number four Which is gumboots or Wellingtons or I'm trying to think. Galoshes. 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 So boots that you put on that are rubbery and you wear waterproof in muddy puddles. Yeah. (laughs) I used to work for Australia's largest gumboot importer and growing up I always had gumboots galore and my kids always had gumboots galore. What I found, though, is gumboots are not something you necessarily wear very often, particularly if you're not living on a farm. And because they don't really wear out, they're literally just rubber. They're in good condition and so your kids go on to the next pair and you feel like gumboots is the type of thing that you can kind of keep for someone else. But if there are gumboots hanging around that your kids have outgrown, they're awesome to donate. Take to an op shop, donate to a friend or family member because, as we said, they don't really wear out but they don't need to be hanging around your place when they don't fit anyone. Yeah. And as we know, kids grow like weeds and Mm -hmm. their feet keep going. And I saw this on our list and I thought, I think I've got some gumboots in our garage that nobody fits. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go check them. Although they may be my size. So maybe I (laughs) I want to know this. Are you the smallest footed person in your house yet? I'm very soon to be. Okay. Very, I'm well and truly. I get passed down shoes from the kids. 
So I got passed down a pair of slides, which have been awesome, like if you're just popping out to hang out a load of washing or watering the garden. Um, and I kind of love them. Like I just, it's great being passed down shoes from your children. <laughs> um, definitely Ollie will be quickly above my size soon. Mm-hmm. And so it will no longer be able to share runners. And yep. Emily has got a skinny foot. And so she's almost my size, but she won't be able to wear my shoes because I'm mm-hmm. a hobbit-footed person. Yeah, so it's more about the width than the length. Yes, yeah. But she keeps talking because she's only 10, so she keeps talking about how she can't wait to be old enough to wear my clothes oh, and big enough girl. to be my wear my clothes. And I just keep looking at it and go, you have no idea. When you're old enough to want to wear my clothes, you when you're big enough to yeah. want to fit into my clothes, I'll be too daggy for you. Yeah, that's right. It'll be like, oh, mum, how embarrassing. Yeah, she even said to me the other day, she's like, in our family, mum, I am the best dressed and oh. I've got the best fashion sense. And then it goes daddy and then it goes you much further down and then it goes Oliver on the ground, no fashion <laughs> sense. And I was like, oh, well, why, thank you, my darling child. She's funny. So tell speaking it, tell of which, her that my whole family's on the ground with Ollie. <laughs> yeah. So five is something that is good, as in good. What is it called? Um, air quotes. Air quotes. Good. <laughs> good shirts and dresses that your kids may have outgrown. Um, this. In, uh, I think that you and I are very similar in this way, Amy, that our kids only have one, one. <laughs> good, yes. our sons only have one good shirt. Yeah. And because they're growing like weeds, they don't last very long. And But they only wear them once a year. And so by the time you go to wear them again, you're like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's four sizes too small for you. Mm-hmm. We've stopped <laughs> now even having an on-standby good shirt. So mm. now we actually just borrow or buy as needed. Yeah. Yeah, because I'd prefer to make a trip to Kmart at 9 o'clock at night to get a shirt for an occasion than have one all the time in the cupboard that I get really frustrated that they just never wear. Like Elijah had this beautiful Tommy Hilfiger shirt that my dad, who in terms of that fashion ranking, ranks even above Emily. Like he's been mm-hmm. in the fashion industry for forever and his sense of fashion is amazing and he buys clothes for me that look better on me than I would even have thought like he's just a freak so he would sometimes like see something and buy it for the boys and Elijah never wore this Tommy Hilfiger shirt and I was figure finger I don't even know what it's called the Tommy thing yeah which is it now I now you've I don't even know I know I can't talk either so this is really really awesome podcasting whatever everyone figure Figure. Yes, figure. I was right the first time. I second triple guessed myself. And so I got really sad when he never wore it and I had to donate it. So now it's just like, hey, you need a shirt. We'll go buy one from Kmart. It'll be fine. So Ollie wore, we got him a shirt for um, his grade six graduation. Mm-hmm. And him and his two very best mates all wore the same shirt in different <laughs> colors. It was oh, awesome. And they didn't even know. Like it wasn't planned or oh, anything. It was so cute. That's but really that's sweet. after Christmas, because we we're recording this, but just two days before Christmas, after Christmas it will go because he will never wear it again. Yeah, that's a good idea. And some other kid can wear it to yeah. whatever. Yeah. Number six is pillows. 
And this is a little bit different to the one we talked about last week with the pillows at the top of the linen cupboard, but it's actually the pillow that your kid's using. So pillows don't actually last forever. So they have expiry dates on them. So this could have easily gone in last week's episode. Yes, I was thinking the same when we recorded last week. I was like, oh, we should pull pillows pillows in. Yeah, Yeah. here you go. Now you've got like the little throwback. Mm. But your kids may have had their pillow for two, three, four years. Um, You need to replace it. If You know, you don't need to do anything. But it's a great idea. Because pillows are gross and we talked about it last week with dust mites and saliva and blood noses and all the things. So they may have outgrown their pillow. Yeah. Okay. Number seven is DVDs. This, yep, kids grow outgrow DVDs and also everybody has outgrown DVDs. (laughs) (laughs) But particularly little kids' DVDs, you could go through your DVD if you are still into DVDs, which I know there are some. Yeah, and sometimes in the car, you know, like people use them yes. in those little car drop-down things. Yeah, yeah. But kids will outgrow what they want to watch. Yes. They may be moving on from Bluey and Paw Patrol and Peppa Pig and they may be going to Harry Potter. Yeah, or yeah. whatever. So go through, check all your DVDs, ask to get the kids involved with it and say, are you actually going to want to use that in the car or are we just streaming when we're in the car anyway? Mm, Exactly. Mm. Number eight is puzzles. I love puzzles. And my kids always loved puzzles growing up, so we did a lot of buying secondhand puzzles and playing with them. What I found, though, is when our puzzle collection got too large, it was overwhelming to pick a puzzle. And so Mm. what I found really helpful is the kids – outgrew the like the 24 piece puzzles or remember the ones that had the little pegs and you put like animals oh my gosh that was so cute we even had one that you put it in and when you put the final piece in it like made all the noises of the animals but your kids do outgrow them and so when they've outgrown a puzzle put it together make sure all the pieces are there donate it and then you can enjoy the puzzles that are age appropriate Mm -hmm. which is similar to number nine which is board games Kids outgrow board games pretty quickly too, <laughs> particularly when they're really young. Yeah. And so definitely recommend going through your board games collection and seeing, asking the kids what they still want to play with, especially, you know, if you're in Australia and you're still on school holidays. But, um, yeah, use this opportunity to play the games with the kids and then let them go Um, if they're no longer interested in them. And as Amy said with the puzzles, make sure you've got all the pieces and then donate them. And if you don't, um, put them in the appropriate bin. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Number 10 is one that is very close <laughs> to home for me because I've done this multiple times and it's that jacket that you bought for the kids' school camp. We you can, can you tell that we have boys who <laughs> don't feel the cold? <laughs> because our kids often would have their school camps in Melbourne in winter and they would say, you know, pack a heavy-duty coat because we're going to go on night walks or we're going to Sovereign Hill and it gets to like minus two at night. And so Cal and I were like, oh, our kids barely wear a jumper, but okay, we'll get the coat. So we go and we buy some $50 coat that's like going to keep them warm. They don't wear it, of course. They just wear a hoodie and they don't feel the cold. And then you end up with a jacket that they're never, ever, ever going to wear again. And they've outgrown it and you keep it in the cupboard because you feel bad that it costs so much money and it was never worn. Let go of that jacket that they've outgrown. Mm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of camps, number 11 is sleeping bags. Kids, as we keep saying, grow like weeds. And so if you have sleeping bags that you bought that were size appropriate for younger children and they have definitely outgrown them, then they are definitely something that you could declutter today. Yeah. We bought those cute little sleeping bags. Like I think it was almost the tank engine when my kids were Uh. little. Um, and then once they started getting to the point where like, mum, it doesn't even come up to my shoulders, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. you totally need an adult bag. One of the tricks my sister used to do is once her kids were like out of those cheap kids sleeping bags but needed a good adult's one, but the kids were a bit scared because they're so long, if she would use a hair tie and like put the kids in the sleeping bag and then tie it off just below their feet so they didn't oh. feel like they were going to slip all the way down and literally just a hair tie that could be taken off and moved, whatever. So there's a little parenting hack. Thanks, Claire. Yeah, I was going to say, Claire, I knew it was Claire. Yeah. I was going to say, she's, Claire, she's a good hacker. You're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> What's number, number 12? 12 is kids' books. So if your child has just moved on from board books to storybooks or storybooks to chapter books or chapter books to young adult novels, you can get rid of usually the ones that they've outgrown. Again, it's kind of like the puzzles and board games that it can become overwhelming to pick a book that your child wants to read when there's all these other books. Um, What I find when we're working with kids and we're doing the decluttering is it's great to get them involved because there will be some that are junior to their current level that have a great sense of nostalgia or they're familiar Mm -hmm. or they love the storyline. And so this is a great one to get the kids involved in. And I would literally just phrase it, let's get, let's donate any books that you've outgrown now that you've moved on to whatever that is so that they can be involved. Yeah. And if you are getting sentimental about it, then maybe grab those books and put them in your sentimental box um, rather than forcing (laughs) the children to keep them in their (laughs) storage solution. Totally. Number 13 is another one that we've done a lot of at our house is backpacks. Mm. You know those cute little kids' backpacks that they take yeah. to childcare? Oh, my gosh, yeah. that was so cute. But they they outgrow them and you buy them a new backpack and then they buy them a new backpack and then a new backpack and you don't need all the old ones. Yeah. You can yeah. just either throw them in the bin if they're super grotty or donate them. Yeah, because realistically we only have one back. And so we can only have one backpack on at a time. Oh, listeners, another mic drop moment. We only have one back. Just just heads up, everybody. That's so good. That's so good. We only have 
we have three backpacks in our family. So the boys both have a backpack for school um, and they've had that since the start of year, I don't know, grade five or six and they're still using the same one. Um, but what we also have is a really little slimline backpack that's great to take on bike rides because you can fit a couple of drink bottles, some snacks and asthma medication in there. And so that's one that we all kind of throw together if we're, you know, going out for a picnic or something or for a bike mm-hmm. ride. We've got a few more, but that's because I've got a girl who loves bags. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my kids are like, yeah, one's plenty, Mum. Why would I need a second bag? Yeah, and our kids' school have specific bags. So they have, uh, like, yeah. they have their school bag is different from their backpack that they would take over to their mate's house or take out when we go on outings. Gotcha, so, yeah. Yeah, number four is caps and hair ties. Mm, 14 and, even. Oh, 14. What did I say? Four. four. Oh you got gosh. halfway there. I, no, I didn't even... <laughs> I got halfway there if you're looking at the number. The numbers, yeah, the numbers. But, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm like, did I, I got, anyway, whatever, caps and hair ties. So, obviously, again, kids' heads grow and they don't always <laughs> fit into their old caps, especially those little bitty baby ones. Oh, so cute. And hair ties for girls and boys um, when they're really cute little baby looking ones and you know they're really cute I'm telling you now that 10 year olds do not like wearing them yeah <laughs> so you know move on to a pro age appropriate stuff and you know they'll let you know what they want and what they don't want to wear but also getting them involved in it is can be really helpful mm. um, because and just like encouraging them and as Amy said like encouraging them that they are growing up and that it's cool to change and that's that's absolutely appropriate to to let things go that no longer serve you so and we find in our house because we've got two boys obviously and so they wear quite a lot of caps is it's not so much that they outgrow them size wise as they outgrow them branding wise Mm -hmm. and so they were like oh we're massively into this particular u.s basketball team and like Three years later, that cap still fits. There's nothing wrong with it, except that, oh, my gosh, that's the worst team ever. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they can outgrow it in terms of what is on the actual cap as well. Yeah. yeah. Number 15 is car seats. This one's a bit of a um, public service announcement. Your kids outgrow their car seats and it's <laughs> really, really, really important as they grow to have the right-sized car seat. So we're talking about like the safety restraint car seats and capsules. Maybe this is a good reminder today when you strap the kids into the car is just check. Most car seats will have like shoulders should be below this point. And so we just want to encourage you to check. Do you need to upgrade to the next size up because your child has grown and you haven't noticed? You may not have been in the car as much over the last couple of years because of COVID. Or they're putting their seatbelts on themselves, so you're not even looking at them. Mm, yeah, yeah. So public service now, announcement, check that your kids haven't outgrown their car seats. My kids never let me not know because they're like, Mom, my shoulders are touching the top. Oh, because it's yeah, fit in it's this. It's like exciting for a kid. Like that's like they're becoming like a grown-up. Yes. That's really cute. <laughs> um, yeah. Number 16 is kids' crockery and cutlery. So, yeah, I know my children don't necessarily like eating off Peppa Pig plates anymore. 
<laughs> being that they're 10 and 12. So they went a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but we do still have plastic stuff um, and they do get some plastic they don't we everybody uses um stainless steel cutlery now thank goodness but we do have plastic cups and plates um in a cupboard that they that we dish out to kids um to have their snacks on and Mm. we we all eat um ice cream out of plastic tiny little plastic (laughs) bowls still so that we portion control our ice cream that's awesome (laughs) um but I can't imagine they're going to be around for much longer. Yeah. We moved out to the picnic set. So we got mm. rid of all of the random ones, like the novelty ones. We got rid of all those. There was Ikea sets that had plates and um, bowls and also Tupperware. So we just took the best and the matching and the ones that nested easily to go in the picnic basket and we've put those in there. So now when we go on a picnic, they're just so easy to use um, and if for some reason we happen to babysit a gaggle of young children, we'd just pull out the picnic set and grab them out of there. Mm-hmm. We've got the IKEA sets. Ah, yeah, awesome. <laughs> yes, camping. Talking of camping, number seventeen, number 17 is <laughs> camping chairs. And again, kids' little camping chairs, cute. They get involved. My kids had them growing up, um, but it's not long before they're able to actually sit in an adult camping chair. So I would actually, upon reflection of my parenting years I would probably just go straight for the adult camping chairs because then if kids are in the water and another adult wants to sit down it's an available seat for anyone and they're not exactly difficult to get on even if you're three years old you can get on to the camping chair so Mm, it's getting off the camping chair for little little ones like an 18 month old right it's what I'm thinking. They can't yeah. get off on their own, or they try to get off because they're, you know, Miss or Mister Independent, and then the whole chair they fall on their face, and the chair falls on top of them as well. Well, we had an instance. Let me tell you a um, her, not a horrible tale, a tale of what happened to us with a kid's camping chair. Is Elijah was sitting on it, um, and he had a friend's iPad. They were watching a movie at night. Um, he was sitting on the camping chair with the iPad on his lap. And because it was such a small camping chair, only he could fit on it. So two kids were resting on the back, looking over his shoulder, watching the movie. Mm -hmm. And they both stood up at the same time and this, like, the chair went all unbalanced. The iPad then flicked up, hit Elijah in the face, split open his eyebrow. Six hours later, being in emergency, we had to get his eyebrow glued back together. (laughs) But it was more that this chair, they're actually not as stable. So no, um, and that's oh, what like camping chairs aren't stable. That's why no. I'm all like I, I am having picturing little kids in adult chairs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so if your anyway. kids outgrown their chair, yeah, let them go. Let go of the <laughs> the little chairs. And I would say let's extend that to all camping stuff. Like mm. you know, when you know if you've got mattresses, if you've got camping. Oh, I can't even think of like beds, anything, any camping paraphernalia that you took and then when you were there you realised it was too small and the kids needed more and you either purchased it while you're away or you don't pack it up when you get home. Take it straight to the op shop mm-hmm. when you get home or find somebody at the camping ground to give it to. I was just going to say we've done that when we got rid of our kitty camping chairs. 
there was mm. like one holiday when we're like this is ridiculous and there was this family near us we're like do you want these we're going home today <laughs> yeah <laughs> we don't need them anymore and that was yep. kind of fun yeah number 18 you've written footy boots and let's extend that to ballet Soccer, shoes, ballet shoes. Any, any sporting paraphernalia and that could even and let's go sporting paraphernalia because that is soccer balls mm-hmm. footballs like netballs basketballs anything that yeah. cricket the kids gear. outgrow yeah kids cricket yeah. oh my gosh yes I know that's Don't what Elijah started. got for Christmas is upgraded cricket gear because like mm. his thigh pad covered like half his, half thigh, his thigh and his you know big pads didn't even come up to his knees and yeah they LB. He, he would be lb'd really easily yes <laughs> we needed to just give him a, we needed to give him a better chance <laughs> so with this it's about size obviously um and some things you may not think of is in some sports the game size of a ball changes like I know in basketball both of my kids now play with a size seven so there's for us we don't have any size six balls anymore even for outside shooting because they're I think it's fine but my children refuse because then I'm just going to get used to shooting a six and I need to shoot sevens Um, in cricket we found for Elijah that he plays with a real cricket ball and so it's not that helpful to have non-real cricket balls for when he goes to the nets because he's not actually getting true experience Unless that he's like Oliver, who just likes shadow bowling, and so it doesn't matter what ball he's doing, his shadow ball bowling. This is, yeah, he's bowling he's all a bowler. the time. Yeah, no, he's not. He's a batter as well. He oh. he shadow bats, so he sits watching the BBL and pretends to hit every ball that comes at That's the bowl so at the batter. Yeah, he's he's Steve Smith. The second. That's so yeah. cute. That's so cute. So, yes, yeah. get rid of the camping stuff. Oh, so camping. Oh, my gosh. Get rid of the sporting stuff. Um, if you've got ballet shoes that the kids have outgrown or footy boots that they've outgrown, there are often places you can donate those for kids that can't afford them. So have a look out. You can just Google that for your area. Mm-hmm. Number 19 is licensed toys. So Peppa Pig, Bluey, Paw Patrol, Thomas the Tank Engine, Mm -hmm. whatever the next latest craze may be. Elsa, I know that's not the latest craze. That's a very (laughs) old craze. But anyway, like licensed toys when the kids um, move on to the latest next thing, um, have a chat to them about getting rid of the stuff that they have outgrown. Yeah. I know a client recently, their kids had a Peppa Pig treehouse, like, Doll's house and treehouse thing, and she knew that for Christmas they were getting a Paw Patrol, uh, whatever the newest one was. I can't remember. It might have been getting rid of Peppa, getting a Paw Patrol one. And so just before Christmas, like the day before, she got rid of the old one because she knew that effectively the same toy that was newer but had a new license on it was coming mm. into the house. So you don't, if they've outgrown that theme, often that will flow on to mean they've outgrown that actual toy. Yeah. Number twenty is devices. Which, you know, 10 years ago we would have laughed that you could put this on a list that of 20 things your kids have outgrown. But even my kids when they were little had the leap pad learning computer mm-hmm. things. Yep, that's exactly um, what I thought of when I saw this. <laughs> in the 80s, I need to know if anyone else had, so I reckon it was 80, uh, 86 maybe, I had a computer called Lesson 1. It was brown 
and it had just like one little line of text that could come across it. And it was the coolest thing ever. Like my friends from school would come over and play with my lesson yes. one, do maths and reading on it. I was. I do not remember oh, it because best. I was a poor kid, not a rich kid. <laughs> oh, it was so cool. I'll have to find a photo and share it. Um, but, yeah, your kids will have devices probably. could be things like we talked about the other day with kids' digital cameras and um, any devices that they've outgrown, it's time to get rid of. Mm. Yeah. Well, that concludes our 20 things that your kids have outgrown and we would love to hear from you if you can come up with another 20 things come over to our facebook page the art of decluttering community and share with us all what you've been able to let go of what your children have been able to let go of and if you've thought of anything else on your travels as you're decluttering that your kids have outgrown that we haven't put in this list Mm -hmm. one of the things we've also been doing over this series is highlighting a region that the art of decluttering services in each episode we've talked to you about gippsland we've talked to you about central highlands queensland and today we want to talk to you about perth so you may not know but we have team in perth ready to come and declutter and organize with you we service north and south of the river. I know um, often there are organisers that only do one or the other. We do both. So if you are in Perth, please be in touch if you'd like us to come and help you. We can help you as a private client or as an NDIS client. Um, get in touch. Just visit our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au, and we will send our decluttering fairies your way. Yay. Well, we can't wait to be back in your ears next week with another 20 things that you can declutter next week. Um, And until then, stay safe and have fun. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. 